Hey, everybody. Welcome to I'm Not Crying, You're Crying, the show about anything and everything because it's our show. I'm here with Jay. Hey, guys. And Juan. Hey, hey. And I'm Sean. And this is our theme music. But Juan, Juan, before you start your, your whatever the fuck you're going to say, I got something for Jay this time. I got something for Jay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's not our theme music. But no, Jay, it's Whit- Whitney and the Robot. It is Whitney and the Robot. So l- last week when you mentioned it, when you went, when you mentioned it, I was like, "This is pretty dope fucking theme music." I think that's why I tried to tune in for the show. It's actually it's it was pretty good. It was pretty good. But anyway, plus the, plus the R2D2 knockoff was yeah. <laughs> yeah. so blatant. <laughs> yes, it was like a little fucking trash can shaped robot. But it, it, anyway, Juan, and this, this is our theme music. That That's your cue, Juan. Oh, hey, 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 cut that out. That's not our theme music. Well, I'm to the lyrics from last week. Oh, uh, fuck you. Oh, no. I, I'm glad to see the lyrics haven't evolved. And this, this is our theme music. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to I'm Not Crying, You're Crying, episode five of season four. Episode five of season four. Man, you know, um, in getting ready for this week, I was, again, looking for news articles to share with you guys. But then Jay shared something very crazy that I didn't believe at the very, like, just a couple, just yesterday? Was it yesterday, Jay, that you shared it? Um, About Norm MacDonald. And he passed away at the age of 61, which is really fucking young, really young. Yeah, I guess he was he was battling cancer for the last 10 years. Yeah, which, I, I mean, fuck, man. I would have never in a million years have guessed that he was even doing, like, he had anything going on, even remotely. Yeah, uh, did you watch the Moth? Uh, I did, joke? I did. How, how, long, how long ago was that? I, I don't know. I, I think it was a couple years back. Um, but uh, that joke is like legendary now it's uh it's great because i was like what the fuck is he talking about (laughs) (laughs) and then he gets to the punchline of the joke and it it is so it it is so basic that i I just i i laugh for a very long time about that stuff so (laughs) so it's it's hilarious it's it's almost like the um the the arista aristocrats joke where (laughs) you know the punchline is very basic but you know like the the twists and turns that it takes just to get to that punchline it's that's the fun part yeah uh the one i i mean i think what made it so much funnier the moth the the moth joke that you sent was just that conan conan was like almost visibly being was getting irritated by how long it was taking him to get to uh to to the punchline of the joke um but so I, I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole and uh, and I found this other video that was done by Watch Mojo. They did it today, ironically enough. And I found um, that he just does a series of these kind of jokes. Um, that series, like where he just kind of takes you way far left and then brings you back to maybe a simple premise, but it, it kills every fucking time. Yeah, I watched one where um, this frog was asking for a bank loan. <laughs> he, he told this story about a frog asking for a bank loan. 
And um, he said that <laughs> he said that he was talking to the to the bank lady. Her name is um, Mrs. Mrs. Wack, Mrs. Wack, and he was asking for a bank loan. And uh, oh God, it, it's so it's so stupid, but it, it's it's so funny, you know, um, where he says, uh, "I'm a frog. My name is Kermit, and I want a loan." Um, and he said that. Uh, you know, my father is uh, uh, Keith Keith Richards from the Rolling Stones, and then uh, and then uh, she was talking to this this teller, this uh, lady Miss Wack. I think her first name was Patty, and and then he she goes, <laughs> I, I need I need to talk to the manager, uh, and then he uh, she goes talks to the manager, and then she tells him all of this stuff that he he had told her, and then uh, she goes. Uh, She's like, oh, he he hands her this little pink elephant as collateral for his loan, <laughs> and she didn't know what it was, so she takes it to the to the manager, and she asks him, "What is this?" And then he says, "Oh, this is a this is a knickknack, Paddywhack. Give that frog a loan. His <laughs> father's a Rolling Stone." <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, it's a. Uh... It's funny because he's like kind of known for doing stuff like that. Um, you know, uh, the, one of the video the, in the video I watched, he he made some very like sharp, pointed jokes about OJ Simpson being guilty at uh, on on SNL as a uh, as the oh yeah yeah that's that's what he got fired for yeah from which SNL. I, I didn't realize I didn't realize that he was fired from SNL. I thought he had like moved on. Um, now I personally am not an SNL fan. Um, but I like, I like one particular sketch of, 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 from SNL, but I didn't realize he was fired from SNL and I didn't realize that he was also fired from SNL for these jokes. However, they were fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, did he get fired or around the same time or in the same batch of Sandler or, or. Oh no, he, he stayed after. Um, he was making so many OJ jokes. I mean, at the time the, that was the, that was the biggest news story, you know, like OJ, the OJ trial was on every channel. It was something that was on 24 seven and mm -hmm. he, he made a lot of OJ jokes and, um, and Don Olmeyer, he was the, uh, I think he was the CEO of, uh, you know, NBC at the time. And he's, he was, uh, friends with OJ Simpson and he didn't appreciate all the OJ Simpson jokes. Um, so he, he fired uh, Norm MacDonald from the show. It's funny. I, I saw I saw a, a clip of after the acquittal of uh, OJ Simpson, the first joke that Norm MacDonald uh, told on Weekend Update was he goes, well, it's official. Murder is legal in California. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Uh, what, one of the jokes he told for the weekend update was uh, uh, he says, Oh yeah. Uh, OJ Simpson, he wrote a book and he's the one to tell everyone that uh, he, he would, he would have died for Nicole. He would have jumped in front of a bullet and he goes, man, that's uh, that, that's a tough break because the guy that would die for you also killed you. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was, I was like, oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, he uh, he let OJ have it. <laughs> it was uh, insane. Oh yeah, yeah, OJ, and then uh, there was a lot of David Hasselhoff jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think I saw uh, he he also did an impression of Burt Reynolds, which I don't know if it was an. I, I I'm too young to have seen anything that with Burt Reynolds in it. His Burt Reynolds was always on the the Celebrity Jeopardy with Will Ferrell, and mm. he was 
He was the foil to Alex Trebek, um, along with um, uh, Daryl Hammond's uh, Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But I mean, yeah. Didn't, Go ahead, Juan. Sorry. Didn't Bert, Bert Reynolds actually come on an SNL while he was doing his imp- impersonation or... I, I think that that's happened a couple times. I know Joe, Joe Pesci and um, Robert De Niro yeah. came on when Jim Brewer and um, um, somebody was doing a Robert De Niro impression, um, but they, they confronted them, you know, on their show about their impressions. So. Yeah. I, I saw it, uh, one of those clips, like 10 celebrities that went on SNL um, while they're being impersonated. And I, I could have sworn I, it, Burt Reynolds was one of them, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah. It's funny. Um, Norm MacDonald got fired, uh, from SNL, but then a year later they asked him to host, yeah. you know, and he, he does this monologue, um, about how he gets fired from SNL because they told him he wasn't funny, you know? And he goes, well, that's fair enough. You know, it's a comedy show, you know, it'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, and then he goes, but then they asked me to come back a year later. And then he goes, a year isn't a, enough time for a dude to become really funny. And he goes, I didn't get funnier. The show blows. <laughs> <laughs> was he, uh, do you know if he was uh, Canadian? Was he Canadian? Yeah, he was, he was Canadian. Uh, um, he, he, uh, did stand up. Um, he started in stand up, and then I think he wrote for Roseanne in the early part of his career. Yeah. Um, now I, I know I found, I like found out about Norm Macdonald when I watched that movie, dirty work, like many years ago. And then I kind of like backtracked his work and SNL and it didn't, even that didn't get me into SNL, but I was like, Oh, this movie's hilarious. Cause it's, it's kind of full of adolescent humor, you know, just really dumb, raunchy stuff happening. But, um, but that, that's how I discovered him. Did you ever, did you ever see him? perform Jason you're in the the comedy circuit I never saw him perform live um I saw his I saw a couple of his specials um I've heard his bit that he does on Star Search um and I remember I remember a friend of mine said he saw Norm Macdonald perform live and he didn't like him at all you know <laughs> <laughs> um but I I, I think it's cuz um, and this is from uh, rumors that Norm Macdonald likes to to bomb. He really? likes to <laughs> he likes to go on stage and just you know kind of tell the jokes that he likes to tell, and he doesn't really care about uh, the audience's reaction to it. Yeah, you know, I did again, like just in kind of going through the article that that uh, you had sent. It does like yeah, he doesn't like to to pander his jokes. He just kind of goes up, he tells the jokes he likes, and if you like them, great. If you don't like them, well, then obviously you don't get him. So it's uh, it's it's kind of a, an interesting attitude as a comic, especially someone who who is, I mean, very well known to just kind of not give a shit about the audience. Yeah, and uh, his like he's had a lot of like. Um, like notable appearances on TV, like uh, a lot of Conan, David Letterman, mm-hmm. his last, his, he did the last stand up set on, on David Letterman's last show. And after he did his set, he got, he got emotional and he was talking about how uh, he loves David Letterman. And David Letterman was the first, like, he's like one of the stand ups that he saw uh, when he was at, in uh, Toronto <clears throat> or Canada. And he just loved him. He, he actually told a, a David Letterman joke and he just said, oh, David Letterman, uh, I love you. And it was really emotional and yeah. it was really nice. I did I did see that when um, 
I did see that. Again, it was a part of the little video tribute they put together for him on on uh, YouTube. And uh, like, I mean, it's just crazy to think because, I mean, sixty one is not very old. I mean, sixty one. No. It's 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 very elderly and experienced, but it's not old. Like I would never have thought that. I didn't I didn't know anything was going on with him. If I'm being honest, I just thought he kind of had faded into the background. Probably was doing background stuff. But no, he was had a whole thing going on. It's funny. Because one, you know, one of the thing, one of the clips that uh, they they showed in this little tribute to him was about how he's like, you know, he's like, people don't just get sick and die anymore, you know, uh, they yeah. they have to they they go to battle, and he's like, you can't just be old and get sick and die. He's like, uh, you know, you get cancer, you go to battle with cancer, and then and then uh, you know you you lose your battle to cancer. And he goes, well, but but hold on a minute. Now if um, you know now when you die, the cancer dies at the same time. So if anything. That's a draw with cancer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, what kind of cancer did he die of? I don't know. I don't yeah. think the, that's something that they released. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, w- w- <clears throat> go ahead, Juan. Was it one of those things where he truly kept it secret or only his close personal friends and I, I people, don't, some I don't people know. In the industry Considering knew, that yeah. I just found out yesterday, I'm going to go ahead and say that only his close personal friends knew. Yeah, because I think a lot of people were shocked. Uh, nobody was like, "Oh, yeah, that that was happening." No, I think no, everyone was pretty pretty shocked. No, but like uh, I I mean like like the Sandlers of the world or the David Spades. Do you think they knew, or do you think they were as shocked as the rest of us? I don't know. Um, if we were friends with them, we could probably ask them. But yeah, oh, let me call them up right now. Yeah, I. I <laughs> Uh, are, 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 you, are you going to? Yes. Okay. I'm, uh, uh, we'll, we will wait. But in, <laughs> in the meantime, in the meantime, yeah, I, yeah, I honestly want to, I, I don't know. And if they did know this, they respected his privacy enough to kind of keep it among in their circle. So, you know, um, yeah, it, that's something that wasn't even leaked. You yeah, know, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, I mean, like it, especially in like today's day, like they didn't get like an iCloud photo of some uh, bullshit. It's like, I, I don't know if you remember when uh, Chadwick Boseman was going through uh, his stint, he did it, he did a movie and then they had caught some video of him looking real thin and ill. And uh, he was like, no, man, nothing's going on. This is for a role. And then it turns out like he had passive cancer too. So it's like, you know, I, I for the, for it to stay within his circle, of you know whoever of whoever then you know more more power to them and he's surrounded by his family so you know it is what it is but anywho yeah. anywho yeah um I, yeah that was like that i couldn't really think find any news and then jay had sent that and i was like man i we should talk we can get a little bit out of that but anywho uh juan juan uh are you are you okay man are you good how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. We haven't checked in with you in a while. I mean, the last time you're on, the last time you're here, you're ready to quit the show. That's every episode, Sean. <laughs> that's every episode. Yeah, yeah. You that, co- that's keep my coming secret back. Gap. You keep coming yeah. back. <laughs> that's my secret. Um, no, I'm I'm good. Good. I'm I'm just uh, a bit tired, but good. Yesterday, the family and I went to uh, Oogie Boogie's Bash at uh, California Adventure. Mm-hmm. Kids had fun. We walked out with a shit ton of candy. Not worth the the money we paid, but in the kids' mind, uh, they they had fun. So it was that was worth it, but not the candy. Was it free? No, I, I mean you you pay your ticket to to California Adventure for just for this event. It's a five hour event, and the reason I I said the whole not worth the money is because somebody 
in line for one of the trick or treat tra- uh, trails was like, and this is where we make up our money because you can walk out with huge bags of freaking candy, but you're essentially walking out with like twenty, thirty dollars worth of candy, and you're paying a hundred and something dollars for the ticket. Um, and I got to ride uh, the web slinger uh, ride. Oh, nice. The uh, it's a stupid question, but uh, when when you go to these type of events, are there more adults there than than kids? I, it's a mix. It's a mix. There's there's definitely a lot of the uh, the uh, the the Disney formers like myself, uh, 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 but no, there's a what, what did, a what good did you mix. call yourself? Foamer. Disney foamer. Yeah. What does, does that, that mean? Does that mean? Yeah, yeah. Can you explain what that means? Yeah, it means that you're you're such a big fan. You're foaming at the mouth for Disneyland. Yeah, well, it, I, I use that term for Disney. not just Disney shit. I'm surprised. Other I'm surprised you didn't call it. I, I know. I, I I think I took that from another person. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't call it Disney FOMO. For, for that's fear of missing. Yeah, yeah. But uh, last time you thought it was. I learned that. I learned that. No, remember? last time you thought it was foaming at the mouth. That's why I thought. Yeah, <laughs> you would have called it. <laughs> no, but that, yeah, it was a healthy thing. Um, but. Uh, it was fun, and I think because of COVID, they didn't overpack it or oversell it, so it, it was good. Um, we waited 30 minutes for the uh, the Web Slinger ride, which is a cute ride, and all kids got to, to ride it, which was pretty cool. Nice. Nice, nice. How about you, Jay? How have you been? Uh, I've been pretty good. I, I've been wa- I watched Ted Lasso. What's Ted Lasso? It's on Apple... TV plus Plus, and it's Jason Sudeikis and he plays Mm -hmm. a American football coach who goes to um, the UK to coach a soccer team. And it's surprisingly very good. You know, I've been hearing really good things about Ted Lasso for, uh, I mean, as long as it's been out. Uh, I mean, not necessarily friend of the show, but it's someone that we all know Um, too much party little robot <laughs> what a do motherfuckers <laughs> yeah uh, he, uh shot 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 don't be a bitch he uh he has been raving about ted lasso and trying to get us to watch it um us as in like our our social group to watch it for like ever ever since it debuted um and we're like oh i'll get around to it. i'll get around to it so jay you are officially the second person i know aside from I- apple to tell me to watch ted lasso you know, I, I didn't have uh, high expectations for it because, you know, there's a lot of stuff on Apple TV plus that I, I'm just not interested in watching, you know, and, um, I've heard really good things about Ted Lasso. So I watched the first episode and I, I immediately loved it. It was, it was fantastic. Like the, the characters are, are so good. They're rich and they're, there's so much depth to them. And it, it's, it's really funny. Like it's, it's really well acted. The, the lady boss um, for the the soccer team, mm-hmm. she was also the the shame lady in Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. I well, I mean, I'll probably have to give it a try, at least the one one or two episodes. Uh, I'm I'm I myself am in the middle of rewatching all all of my adolescent shows, and I have just started my rewatch of Smallville. This is all. This is all all started because of the matrix so the, the matrix trailer came out you're gonna say something Juan. yeah um do you want season nine of smallville uh yeah i, I would love to have my my blu-ray back but um no. i thought you said fuck it because you bought it i did buy it. it was on sale for like 50 bucks uh, during the <laughs> pandemic anyway but i started kind of my rewatch of my adolescent love of tv shows 
And it all, it's it, the Matrix trailer kind of took me back to uh, being 13 and uh, wondering what the hell the Matrix was. And during that same time, I was watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer because that that was on the air at the time. And uh, then I watched then Smallville, then Dawson's Creek. I have like I have a list of shows I will go through. And uh, yeah, it's like, are, are you depressed? <laughs> no, I, no. I just was like the Matrix. Just was like, oh man, I should watch the Matrix. Oh man, I should watch Smallville. Oh man, I should watch. And so now I'm just kind of like it. Just kind of kicked off this this uh, kicked off my inner child's like you know this watch- retroactive uh, TV watching. Yeah, binge. yeah. Usually speaking with- of, of shows that you guys grew up with or loved did you guys know they were they're remade uh the wonder years yeah 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 they have uh bruce on gaster in it yeah that that's what the billboard caught my eye and i'm like wait oh i wonder years really i i that's- honestly thought they already did that with everybody hates chris <laughs> see i've never i never watched it. everybody hates chris i didn't realize that it was uh similar to <laughs> to the wonder years at all but I yeah, guess Chris Rock does the voiceover and he's yeah. reminiscing about his time in uh, like Queens or New Next York. Die, do or die. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. This one is, uh, this one looks very color purpley. It's like, uh, I feel like <laughs> it, it premieres um, uh, later this month, right? I have no idea. I've done zero research into it. Juan, I thought you bringing it up would have more information. No, I think it premieres September 23rd and uh, <laughs> I'm actually interested to see it. Are they paying you? Are you are you being paid to to No, no. I I've literally been seeing buses drive uh with the Wonder Years and I thought, "Oh, maybe they're doing a reunion episode." And then today I saw a billboard. No, because the the buses don't have any contents. It's just a kid uh being shot from behind. With his arms up in the air, riding uh, riding a bike, and I'm like, that that doesn't look like Kevin. And then <laughs> no, um, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Trayvon, maybe. And then I, I, I'm like trying to figure it out. And then today I'm driving, and I see a, a a poster or a billboard, I mean, with the family, and it says Wonder Years, and I go, that's Dooley Hill, and I go, wait a minute, it's it's a a reboot, so I'm kind of interested to see it, just because I I like Dooley Hill. I'm glad their ad campaign has has hooked you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kid. Well, I, I also love the original Wonder Years. I I really did. Uh, well, it was one of my favorite shows as a kid, dude. You know, a little uh, a little bit of research shows that Fred Savage directed the pilot. So. Yeah. He does do directing nowadays. Yes. Yeah. So hey, look at him, Kevin. That was his name in the original show, right? Kevin. Kevin Arnold. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Kevin a, Arnold. Look at him. He's getting. Uh, he's yeah. he's to find a way to ring that old money ring the money towel out. No, no, he's he's been a successful director for quite some time, man. Can you name oh, four, what, four what movies? What has he directed? Yeah, can you? Uh, mainly TV shows, but I think he did one of the um, uh, the Daddy Daycares, either the TV show or I can't remember. And I think he did, directed a couple episodes of Boy Meets World as well for his brother. And he also guest starred in uh, in a couple episodes of Boy Meets World. Uh, well, yes, uh, he did. He was on an episode of Boy Meets World where he uh, propositions Topanga as her... No, it doesn't proposition makes a move on Topanga and uh, it backfires on him. And he's like, you're going to pay for this shit after I think he gets punched either by Corey or uh, or Sean. Yes, he uh, I'm very I'm very confused about what you mean by. Okay, so anyway, Juan, um, I'm surprised you knew this much about about Fred Savage's career. (laughs) Yeah, I I like Fred (laughs) Savage and Ben Savage a lot. Why? Why? Them Uh, them Savage brothers. (laughs) 
Because I, I grew up with, with the Wonder Years. I also grew up with Little Monsters. Um, and then I really uh, loved uh, Boy Meets World. So I, my, my world was shocked when I found out that they were really brother and, uh, brothers and they were brothers in real life. Uh, yeah, fuck you. Really? Yeah, fuck, fuck yeah. you, Sean. I apologize for having you go into detail about the thing that you love so much. It, it's fine. It's fine. But speaking of things that we love so much. Um, well, actually, um, one more thing. I I saw the the message from Steve from Blue's Clues. Oh, that, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. I won. So Juan, I now I... I, I don't I don't remember if I cut this out of the last episode. I think I did. I think I did because you you took us off. You took us on a fucking journey down like left field. Thank you. That's that's what I do best. <laughs> but yeah, I'll be here Monday through Friday. Yeah, man. Steve from Blue's Clues. Waitress. Now now, I, I I don't I don't know how I feel about it. You know, because I I don't have a connection to Blue's Clues at all. You know, when I it came a- out, I was I was already an adult, and um, I I never watched Blue Blue's Clues, so I don't have any like. Uh, nostalgia for it but i was watching this and he's talking to all the the kids that are all grown-ups now Mm -hmm. about how he left the show and you know how he's better and and hey man you know i couldn't done it without you guys and uh i'm glad we're still friends you know it's kind of weird yeah it 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 is very strange and so he so it is pandering to the generation z like the the oldest of generation z and the youngest of the millennial generation uh, I, I know of Steve from Blue's Clues because I have nieces and nephews who are now like full grown adults who used to watch Steve. And so like me as a baby story, I go, yeah, man, watch Blue's Clues. And I would watch it. And then one day he just fucking disappeared. Now for me, I just go, all right, whatever. Like, you know, fucking Barney got too old. He's gone now. I don't really give a shit. But apparently that was very devastating for, for these, like these kids. Like they didn't. I, yeah, I babysat my nephews and niece and it was a, a a household thing but he didn't just disappear he went off to college he said the appropriate goodbyes yeah i i get i get that but you know to make a uh, to send out a message like like 20 years later and I, I thought it was the 25th anniversary i i don't know i don't know the exact lineage or the timeline or whatever but i don't know it's just kind of it's just kind of weird it's like if um if like Pee Wee Herman did a YouTube video and I was like, hey, remember that time I got caught in a theater and uh, yeah, yeah. I wasn't on TV anymore? <laughs> no, uh, but it, it's, not, it's not like his own free, free, free will type of thing. It, it's, the show is coming back. So it's, there's going to be a third host and they were, they were doing a special um, uh, 20th or 25th anniversary where they brought all three hosts. So given the Steve character and how he interacted with Blue, and the kids, it was very fitting for him to do that type of thing. Because, yes, even though he did say his goodbyes and everything, he essentially left the show because he left college and then came back later on in a cameo because he was a private detective uh, and he was wearing his detective hat. One of the biggest fears in real life that he why he left the show is, A, he wanted to focus on other stuff in his in, in his life. Uh, like music and shit like that. But he was also going bald. And one of his biggest fears was he didn't want to be uh, seen going bald as the years uh, went by. So that's why he came back in that video with a a cool baseball cap. Well, I get that, but it's just kind of a weird video. You know, it's just like, Hey, um, I I know I was, I was here for a while, but now, 
you know, I left it's for almost about 20. That's you know? because you and Sean have no fucking no, emotions. It's like, it's shot, I thought it was it's a just, touching it's video. It's shot so intimately. It's like, hey, guys, I want to talk to you for just, just, for just for a minute. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I left you. I know I, I know. I left and said I was getting a pack of smokes and a gallon of milk and never came back. Yeah. yeah and, a- and then he goes, <laughs> hey, you look, you look good, by the way. You know, I was like, oh, okay. It's like, oh, wait, wait. He's, uh, hey, he's being creepy. He's like, I'm 18 now, so now he's, he's hitting on me. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. Well, so, Cantley, you, you made it seem like uh, Steve is hitting on people going, hey, you, you look great. But no, it's, it's a touching moment that he had. And mind you, I wasn't like a big fucking Blue's Clues family because I actually hated it because that's all those kids can watch when they were growing up. And I really hated the, it's a clue, it's a clue bullshit. Uh, but I thought it was a, a nice video and, and a, a touching one. No, I, I don't know. I, I think that's, that was, that's what the intention was, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It just, it just seemed a little weird to me, you know? I mean, I, again, I don't have a connection to Blue's Clues. Um, but I don't know. It's just, it's just a little weird. It, yeah. I, I, I think, I think it was just weird because it was just so off left. It was like off, off into off from left field that like, I get the intention. I see the reason why it happened. I understand why it happened. I get it. It makes sense, but it's a little creepy. And also Steve hit on me. So should I tell the teacher? Should I show you on the doll where you touch me? I don't understand. I, I think you're a little bit too old to run and tell the teacher. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know um but yeah man yeah yeah yeah. you, you guys have any anything else happening going on any uh yeah i would like to officially apologize to julio why uh our good friend of the show for being a douchebag uh to him for all since the podcast started and he turns around and does something very nice and makes a character of all three of us that came out very nicely and I, I, I feel bad for being a jackass to him. So I will be nice to him, uh, for five minutes starting now. So fuck you, Julio. You, Shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you well, couldn't even, you couldn't even make it to five minutes. No, but, uh, have you shared it already, Sean, uh, to, no. to the public or no, 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 it was, yeah. uh, it will come out with this episode. It'll come out with this episode. I'll update the artwork on, uh, on the socials. Cause I, I feel like it, it is a very fun caricature. I think it, ca- it captures yeah. Juan's little eyes. It does. I do have little beady eyes. Don't I? <laughs> yes. As long as that look normal with the, the heavy prescription that I wear <laughs> the future prescription. Is that what you wear? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's a, no, but yeah. So, but thank you, Julio. It is, it is a very cool, uh, very, very cool caricature. Yeah, it's very yeah, nice. Yeah, it was unsolicited, and uh, he sent it out. And he's like, "Yeah, I, I did the Pet Boys for you guys." Yeah, it's uh, he he gave me. I'm losing my hair. He gave me more hair than I probably have. So, thanks, Julio. Appreciate that. Yeah, I, pre- he, he I appreciate the, <laughs> the the hairline for me. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, so today I wanted to talk to you guys about, uh, so la- last week or like a week and a half ago, I can't remember wh- when we talked about it, we talked about uh, Blank Man. And so then a friend of the show, Herbert, who was on for uh, a little bit, had brought up some offbeat superheroes that we all kind of loved. Now, I don't know if you guys had a chance to, uh, to, go, to go through the list, but uh, there are some, some here that I didn't realize were actually like some celebrities who have portrayed superheroes, um, like Rain Wilson. I didn't know he he had done a movie where he was a superhero. Yeah, that's a James Gunn movie. It's really dark. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> oh yeah, I watched it. Um, I I didn't know what to expect from it. 
I, I saw it and it was, it's, it's really dark. <laughs> like, um, yeah, it, it goes to some really, really dark places in this movie. And by the end of it, I was like, Oh geez. The, uh, like, the movie is like, called uh, super, right? Super. Yeah. It, it has like the, it has some of the violence from like, uh, the suicide squad, but mm-hmm. it's, it's not done comically. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's just, it's just dramatic like violent violence it's a it's an indie superhero movie like it's it's good it's just really really dark (laughs) (laughs) oh awesome Juan how about you man you you had any uh offbeat superheroes that aren't you know aren't directly off comic book pages that you like um well well looking through the list I I really like I liked Hancock a lot I really did (laughs) but um, I don't know enough um, if this is a uh, a uh, comic superhero, but th- back when I was growing up, there was a movie uh, that I loved, and it was kind of like a superhero, uh, Dark Man. Yeah. Oh yeah, Dark Man. Yeah, I really loved that one, um, and I know there there were sequels that spawned off of that. But I, the funny things I say, I really loved it, but I never have gone back to to see it again. And I, I do like the crow a lot too. The crow, I yeah, the the crow is is good. I think I think the crow has the uh, Dark Knight syndrome, where it's 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 a it's a good, interesting film. But I think it was kind of made more famous by the death of Brandon Lee. Uh, oh, the 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 Curse of the Dragon. Yeah. yeah that's- um, on the, <laughs> the Curse of the Dragon, is that no? That's what it was called. Um, uh, because uh, <coughs> it, it, they said that Bruce Lee was cursed, and that's why all the male Lees. Uh, Perished. I mean, Bruce Lee died uh, uh, at a young age, and Brandon Lee died on on set at I, a young age. I I don't know. I think that's just tragically coincidental. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I I believe so. I don't think their their I don't think their house was actually cursed. Um. You know, I I really liked uh, the Mystery Men. Yes. Um. <laughs> I I would love to see a James Gunn reboot of the Mystery Men. <laughs> I've never seen the Mystery Men. You've never. Oh, it's it's, it's great. so great. It's great, man. It's uh, it's uh. I've only seen clips of it because of uh, it always playing on City Walk. Uh, no, Mystery Men is great, man. It's it is probably one of my favorite like rando superhero movies. I went to go see this in the theater at a double feature with uh, Deep Blue Sea. It's that movie with uh, LL Cool J and uh, yeah, yeah, Samuel Jackson. Samuel yeah. Jackson. Oh. That's where Samuel Jackson or is giving like a big uh, speech and then. The shark comes out and just eats him, right? Yeah, yeah. Spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the sharks swim you backwards. How that's how that's how you know that they are uh, smarter than the average shark. The sharks what? They swim. They swim backwards. The sharks sharks oh. swim backwards, and they go. That's how you know they're smarter than the average shark because apparently sharks don't swim backwards. Yeah. <laughs> no, but mystery, that was also mystery. a prequel to uh, Sharknado. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah. No, no but Mystery what? Man was uh, was fantastic. Ben Stiller's in it, right? Ben Stiller, William H. Macy, um, Greg Kinnear, Janine Garofalo, Hank Azaria. Yeah, uh, Hank Azaria and... Uh, Kel, he, Kel Mitchell. Yes, uh, Kel Mitchell, but Hank Azaria, he, I can't remember his fucking name, but he throws silverware. Yeah, he's <laughs> the... Uh, God, I want to... And uh, Greg Kinnear plays Captain Amazing, which is basically like this. It, what it, he would be more recognizable as Homelander. 
with a bunch of fucking uh, 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 sponsor patches on him. Yeah, and uh, mm. Paul, Paul Rubens uh, played the spleen. The spleen. Oh, my God. Again, it's, it's some ridiculous jokes. It has this joke here where uh, so, William H. Macy goes, we need to, we need to triangulate. And uh, Paul Rubin goes, isosceles or equilateral. <laughs> it's a stupid fucking joke, but it gets me every fucking time. Hank, Hank Azaria played the Blue Raja. Yes. The, yeah, the Blue yeah. Raja. <laughs> and then Ben Stiller's character is just able to get really, really angry. That's uh, yeah, Mr. Furious. <laughs> that's his. Uh, oh, Didn't one of them have a bowling ball? Yeah, yeah. it was Janine Garofalo. She yeah. was the bowler. <laughs> I think yeah. the, the, the ghost of her father was resided in her bowling ball it and did. she could throw it <laughs> yeah and uh kel mitchell can only go invisible if uh, no one was looking at him yeah it's so ridiculous yeah. and uh at the end of the movie it actually fucking works it's fucking great spoiler have you ever seen mystery man it's it is a great fun little watch the quirky little comedy it's great it's uh it is absolutely great it it's it's so fantastic i love it i have it on dvd it's it's great Man, I have it on DVD. Yeah, I, I bought it on DVD. I think when Blue, uh, uh, Blockbuster was closing because they had all these like the, yeah. all this stuff on sale. It, it's a good, it's a good movie, man. I can't believe you've never seen it. One, I, I think you should, uh, yeah. you should make time to watch it. I, I only knew about it because I think um, one of the uh, uh, Smash Mouth videos started off with, <clears throat> uh, um, with a clip of, uh, yeah, Mystery Man it was when uh, auditioning people. It was All Star. Yep. Yep. Somebody once told me the world was gonna. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking it was just for Shrek. The uh, yeah, the, another movie that's on here is the Toxic Avenger. You guys ever see that movie? Uh, no. no, I when I was a kid, I, I remember it being on TV, but I never watched the entire movie. Well, one because I I, I think I was kind of grossed out by the uh, visuals, um, and I I, didn't, I never had the desire to watch it. Yeah, it's uh that that movie's fucking ridiculous but for whatever reason it was it got really really popular and uh it i, pl- I remember playing this game on sega like we played a toxic avenger game on sega when we were kids and i was just like it you walking around with a mob just beating the shit out of people because like that's just what he did yeah there, there was a animated series the toxic avenger that is true i forgot all the fucking i forgot all about that i forgot all about it there's um yeah, the Toxic Avenger. I don't think it was a kids movie. And if I, and Juan, you should play Google right now and look up the rating for Toxic Avenger of 1984. I actually have permission to do it. <laughs> You're a grown ass man. You can do whatever you want. When have we ever yep. told you not to do Wait, anything? It's not, not that we said no, no. It's just that you, you know, you're gonna do it anyway. So, yeah. In fact, how'd you find out all that Fred Savage information? Did you just have it at the top of your head? That's weird. <laughs> yeah, weirdo. That's weird to have all that Fred Savage trivia just resting in the top of your brain. <laughs> Weirdo. Again, I, I'm, I'm a big fan. I mean, I liked Fred Savage too, but I, I don't remember everything that he's done. He was yeah. in The Princess Bride. Was he? Yeah, he was the kid that... Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yes, that, that is right. Wait, what did Jay, Jay just say? That Fred Savage was in The Princess uh-huh. Bride. Yes, yes. <laughs> Thank you for agreeing with the conversation we had five seconds ago. Yeah, he was the uh, the grandson. Yeah, who who played the grandfather again? Uh, uh I fuck, I can't remember. I I I don't remember. But when I watched uh, Deadpool two or or Once Upon a Deadpool, I didn't understand why he had kidnapped Fred Savage. And uh, during the when the pandemic happened, I made an agreement <laughs> with someone that I would watch. Um, I would watch The Princess Bride if they watched some like stupid sci-fi movie that i had watched i think it was called like code eight or arc or something uh, something that, on that was when we first started um recording the podcast yeah 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember you you mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Toxic Avenger was rated R. Okay. Well, see, there it is. I shouldn't have watched it as a kid. It makes yep. a lot of sense. Um, <clears throat> and so the other another list uh, that I had found that Kick Ass, Kick Ass, is uh, as one of the offbeat heroes, which in hindsight. Like, yeah, it's actually re- really, really cool. And I think, uh, I can't think of her name now, but the uh, uh, the little girl in that movie. Um, uh, Chloe Grace Moretz? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, she played Hit Girl, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she's fucking really, really badass in that movie. Uh, mm-hmm. And that movie had Nicolas Cage, who was basically like yeah. that universe's fucking Batman. It's, uh, <laughs> it's crazy. It was Big Daddy, right? Yeah. 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 He, yeah. He was a... Uh, have you have you read the the comic Kickass? Yeah, yeah, I did. It's it's really dark. It it is really dark and very violent, and you know, it's one of the it's it's the same thing with like the any any comic that's any comic book adaptation of a movie of a character that's violent like that. You go, oh yeah, this is pretty bad, and you read the comic, you go, holy fuck, like yeah, like, like they toned it down a lot. <laughs> yeah, and and because uh, that kid Kickass, he gets he gets fucked up. <laughs> he gets uh. He oh, gets yeah. fucking like basically crumpled like paper and then uh, put back together. It is it is bad. Yeah, I think that's that's what his superpower was. His resilience. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, well, after he got out of the hospital, he basically had like all this fucking nerve damage. He he couldn't feel shit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know. Um, they also on this other list. They also have the mask as an offbeat as a as a unlikely hero. And I go, you know. That is absolutely true. If you remember the like the opening scenes of the mask, where he puts on the mask, he goes with these powers, I could be a superhero. But instead, he goes to the fucking club and uh, yeah. tries to woo Cameron Diaz. Mm-hmm. I've I've never seen the mask. Oh my fucking kidding, god! Right? You have never. I, I can't I can't tell if he's kidding or making fun of me. What? How how is that making fun of you? If I've never seen the mask, uh, because it's a movie that. I, I feel like everybody's seen. I find it. I find it hard to believe you've never seen the mask. It's like the the mask is one of uh, I, I, Jim Carrey's. Yeah, it, it's a Jim Carrey. I I feel like it's a classic. It came out right in that sweet spot of time as a kid where I was able to watch Ace Ventura, Ace Ventura Two, The Mask, and uh, Liar. Dumb Liar. and Dumber. D- yeah, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, it, it was right at the peak of his uh, comedic uh, career in. That's when he was like being typecast as the uh, the the flamboyant. Uh, well, the rubber faced uh, rubber face guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I just never I just never got around to see it. Uh, well, it's it's a if you got like an hour and a half, it, it's a good watch. It's fun. It's it's you know Jim Jim Carrey. Skip the sequel. Yeah, don't watch the Son of the Mask, but <laughs> but I mean the mask the mask it even spun like a cartoon series. You know, like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah cartoon series. Ace Ventura had a cartoon series. It, it's a good like hour and a half comedy. Ace Ventura had a cartoon it series. Did. Dumb, it did. Dumb and Dumber had a cartoon series. Oh, they did. Fuck, man. Jim Carrey, he was on fire. He's Yeah, uh, he was killing it, dude. Yeah, I <clears throat> Yeah, man. You should you should when you got like an hour and a half, watch it. It's good. It's good. Juan, you should also watch the last one we just talked about. Uh Mystery, Mystery Man. I'll watch it once uh JC's a mask. No, you're Sean, have you have you ever watched Galaxy Quest? I have. I have. It's been a long time, but I, I have seen it. I love God of Galaxy Quest. <laughs> it's uh that that is the movie where uh Severus Snape and uh I want to say Sigourney Weaver. Mm-hmm. They uh they are captured by aliens who replicated their ship from the show called Galaxy Quest. Yeah, because they thought 
the they were historical documents yeah. and they were all real. <laughs> so they built their whole society on a TV show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I man, it's been a while. You know, the the sad thing is that I watched I've watched Battleship Earth uh when I could have watched Galaxy Quest and I think I would have enjoyed it a lot more. I I don't remember why I watched Battleship Earth. Battleship Earth, the John Travolta film? Yeah, the Scientology movie. Oh, ba- yeah, ba- Battlefield Earth. Yes. Battlefield. Battlefield Earth. I don't know why I rewatched it, but I did. Like more recently than I've seen Galaxy. I Star. haven't even seen it, man. It's stupid. I, that's what I've heard. It's stupid. I've heard it's a waste. But uh, I, Jay and I know the uh, the screenwriter for it, right? Uh, R. L. Stein. I don't know. <laughs> no, no. no. It's, the the writer is ba- the the movie is based off fucking Ron L. Hubbard. Yeah, L. Ron Hubbard. Uh, uh, yeah, but uh, the screenwriter was uh, what? What's the comedian's name? Uh, uh, Jake Shapiro. I I don't remember. You don't remember him? No. Oh, yeah. I've I've yeah. I I don't know who it is. So hey, whatever. But uh, yeah, I only remember because he had a joke about having Battlefield Earth under his credits. Well, and it wasn't that great of a joke. I mean, I mean, a lot of people know about it. So even even if it was terrible. At the end of the day, he still has a terrible movie that everyone knows. So, how many terrible movies yeah. do, you, do you did you make that everyone knows? Like it's like Tommy Wiseau and 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 the room, like the room is terrible. But now it's like probably making them millions of dollars. The room is terrible, but good. You know, <laughs> like it's good because it's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's I, I think it lives in a little space of its own, just like Battlefield Earth. Anyway, Ooh, I think that's a that's a great topic of conversation. Uh, terrible but good movies that oh, we've man. seen. I man, my my list, my my list of well, my, I think my list of those are just a bunch of terrible movies because I have horrible taste. Um, but I have a lot of terrible movies that I've seen. Yes, uh, we can be a whole another conversation out of out of these guys. But before we do that, I, I wanted to talk to you guys about um, about old old toys, like old toys that you guys. Uh, uh, or, or super into um, this, this came about because I was uh, talking to another friend of the show who, who contacts us uh, quite often. Well, at least one, at least I think he contacts a little bit more often, but, um, <clears throat> but he had talked about like old, to- we should, we should do a review of old toys. Now, when I, the first thing that came to mind when I, when I, when I thought about this was creepy crawlers. You guys remember that? Uh, yes. Vaguely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I never owned a creepy crawler that a cousin had owned uh, the thing of creepy crawlers. But for those who aren't familiar, it was essentially like an easy bake oven of like mm-hmm. uh, for for uh, uh, stick on. Uh, uh, yeah, like bugs, bugs and worms and all kinds of you melt your little gelatin down and then it would become, you know, millipedes, centipedes, whatever. Uh, and it was it was con- it was like a very coveted toy at uh like when I when I was a kid, it was like, oh man, you have creepy crawlers. Yeah, we're gonna make fucking bugs and like throw them everywhere. You can melt them down and then do it again. It was like it was a whole it was a whole thing. Um, now I, I sent you guys a list of 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 these to kind of refresh your memory if you didn't have any that you could think of. But is there any, anything that comes to mind when we talk about these old nostalgic toys, dude? Uh, I was going through the list, and some of them I own, and some of them I really really wanted, but I was like feeling old like man these toys came out a long time ago but like the tamagotchi i remember that one fucking stretch armstrong uh fuck pogs were, were on the uh, on the list what uh, i have like a, the, what the fuck was stretch armstrong made out of because i don't feel i feel like he's just a big rubber and uh 
it, it, it was like flour inside of it. Rubber and flour? <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> think that's right. <laughs> no, it, it was like a sand or flour I, inside. I don't know. I just, I, I just felt like he wasn't really stretchy as much as he was. It's a, like bags of sand. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Carell, is that you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I never owned a stretch Armstrong, but my, I had cousins that did. And I think we may have ripped one or two of them. Yeah, um, yeah. I just whenever I think of Stretch Armstrong, I, I never wanted to Stretch Armstrong. We were really into Pogs as kids. We like we collected Pogs. We slammers. Yeah, we played people for Pogs. We played for slammers. It was like a thing. Like you know, you that one kid with the fucking six foot tall Pog holder. That that was a fucking thing. Um, Alf- I put it in bind my Pogs and binders, man. No, I was never good enough at Pogs to have more than like maybe ten at a time. You know, like it's. Did you ever make your own slammer? Uh, no, no. Again, I wasn't good enough at Pogs, and uh, we were poor, so I didn't really buy any slammers. So, uh, w- well, no, no. I, like I talked, uh, I'm talking about making your own slammer because you couldn't buy a slammer or you didn't have a good slammer, so you took like a couple Pogs and taped them together to make a slammer. No, nah, man, nah, that's pretty. Did. That's pretty low budget, dude. <laughs> this guy, he's a uh, he's going MacGyver. I grew up in Mexico in the uh, in the height of the Pogs, man. And we used to get them for free in uh, in the chip bags. And then you, if you bought the bigger chip bags, which we couldn't afford, you got the slammers. Did you trade your rabbits for them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck. It, you know what's crazy? What's also on this list is that uh, is that they fucking have Game Boy Color as like a toy that everybody wanted in like 1998. Here I am, like fucking coveting a fucking regular ass Game Boy. And the, the Game Boy Color in 1998 is the thing everybody wanted. Yeah, it's, uh, it's so I had the original Game Boy, the green screen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I got I got a hand-me-down Game Boy. Uh, one of my cousins had gotten a Game Gear, which took like a million fucking batteries. And so I got the hand-me-down uh, Game Boy from him. Yeah, I, I played the shit out of Tetris. <laughs> yes, Tetris. Uh, uh Fuck man, we got I had this other game. I had a Power Rangers game. Power Rangers had come out with a game, uh, and I had gotten that. I think I'd even played that uh, that Bugs Bunny's Castle game on Game Boy uh, when I was a kid. Oh, too. That, the one that LeBron played yeah. before uh, his coach threw it in the garbage. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, man, it's crazy that 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 was even on here. Of course, this list has uh, this list has Power Rangers stuff, but the other one that uh, was super popular that I remember that everybody wanted was uh, a Talk Boy. And a talk girl. You guys remember those? No. Uh, Were those the <clears throat> the gray recorders? Yeah, it was. Uh, they're made. I wanted them. They're made popular by Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone too, because he. Yes. Yes. Because he had essentially. Have you, have you never seen Home Alone two, Jay? I have. Yeah, you don't remember. He he uh, he basically books in a ho- he books in a hotel room by recording his dad's voice and then playing it back to the uh, receptionist in order to get his way. And uh, it was one of those things that like it it was almost seemingly like future technology because it was handheld it was portable had a microphone that you could you could stick out and um my cousin my cousin when i was a kid he had gotten a talk boy for christmas and he was like he was fucking that he was that kid on the street you know what i mean like he's like he got a talk boy yeah he got a talk boy and he would just go and record people's voices and replay it to to reenact that that scene from home alone (laughs) because so weird yeah, it, but it, it was like, you know, it was a thing. I just remember everyone uh, was so, so fucking uh, so happy about it. I got, you know, for Christmas once, I got this thing called a 2XL. Uh, it's, it is essentially. A shirt? No. 
Yes. You got a 2XL shirt, Sean? Yeah, I have several of them now. It's great. Uh, but 2XL is a little robot. You would put a tape in, in its chest, and it would read to you a story. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, it's like a... like a The Teddy Ruskin of the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was... Uh, but I had gotten... The book that had come with it was uh, from the that like really bad Dennis Hopper Mario movie. <laughs> <laughs> so it came with like a glow-in-the-dark map and everything and it was uh it, i mean fuck man it was it was crazy to to have they uh they also had the etch-a-sketch on there yeah yeah i just sketch it's still fun like i don't i could kill like an hour or two of the just fucking around with an etch-a-sketch yeah i can make dope stairs <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, get, I tried to make a circle once and i gave up so yes i just i, <laughs> I make a square a uh i can make uh Two squares. I can make three squares overlapping. I can make lines go left to right. You know, there was a there was a toy that I wanted, but I never got. Um, it was Light Bright. Have you ever heard of Light Bright? Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, you can kind of make like pictures and and like words with like little lights that you uh, put on a I don't know like a canvas board or something, and it lights up. Yeah, yeah. I uh, we just bought. We bought like a little knockoff version at this store called Five and Below for my daughter not that long yeah. ago. But yeah, I didn't realize, man. I, you know what? Oh, go no, ahead. you go ahead, Juan. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I, I always wanted, I always wanted X Men toys, and uh, my parents had gotten me uh, these X Men toys. I don't know if you guys know this, but Cyclops is one of my favorite characters, only because I, I wear glasses and he has glasses on. It's, uh, but he also has cool ass laser beam powers that come from his eyes. Yeah, Anywho, and he's also a dick. Yeah, well, hey, I mean, <laughs> anyway, before I get too far off subject on uh, how cool Cyclops is, um, but my parents had gotten me these little X-Men figurines that had projectors in their chest, and I haven't been able to find them ever, but they had just random scenes from the 90s X-Men TV show uh, that, that you could play, and they weren't necessarily like figurines that you could like make fight and do stuff, but I was like, I was very excited to have these uh, X-Men toys. It was crazy. You know, when I was a kid, I had, uh, I had GoBots. Um, they were like the knockoff Transformers and they also had a cartoon show. I had, uh, I had Scooter and I think Leader One. And I remember I, I took it to, I don't know, some, some kid's birthday party and then I lost them. And then I, I was devastated that I lost this because they were toys. They're cheap, like plastic, uh, um, action figures, but I don't know, because I couldn't afford, uh, well, my parents couldn't afford like Transformers toys for me. So the GoBots were a cheaper alternative. And I was like, I was like, oh, I, yeah. I have something similar to Transformers, but not like Transformers. Yeah. You, you know, I think that fuels most of my purchases, like uh, like mo- most of my impulse purchases. I'm like, man, I really want this, uh, this stupid like collectible. I was like, well, I guess I can just buy it now because I'm an adult. Before, uh, when I was a kid, I couldn't, I couldn't have any of this stuff. So like. Uh, <clears throat> I like for like for example, I just found this X Men projector toy, the exact one that I had when I was a kid, and it's thirty five dollars. <laughs> now, I, I don't I don't need this thing, but I mean, why why not? You know, the cool thing is right now there's a, a resurgence of all these toys coming being re released to like Walmart. Like I went and they had a bunch of these old Ghostbuster toys that I wanted all these uh, master of the universe toys that I either had or wanted as a kid. Was it, uh, and I'm, was it, was it the real, the, the real <laughs> ghostbusters toys or, or the ghostbusters <laughs> or the ghostbusters? I'm, I'm being serious. Was it the real ghostbusters 
or the Ghostbusters toy. Go, go. Ghostbusters. (laughs) Yeah. My my point is, Juan, is that I also went to Walmart and saw these real Ghostbusters toys and said, I'm going to need all of these. And I bought all of them. Okay. Did you really buy them? I did. They're sitting. They're sitting in my display. You've been here multiple times. I think I'm. Not, I'm sure I'm showed them to you. Did you buy the? No, you haven't. Did you buy the uh, the the Ghost Radar I did, or whatever I, it was? The talking. PKE meter. Yes, I did. It's sitting on my on my shelf as well. What about the Ghost Trap? I did. did you I buy did that not one? buy the Ghost Trap. I did not. You did not. I, I held back at the Ghost Trap. Yeah, I I wanted <laughs> all of them. In fact, uh, for Halloween, I was talking to my wife. I want to dress up as a Ghostbuster, but if I do it. I wanted to do it with the a good proton pack, not of the none of this inflatable bullshit. You go on, you go on uh, Etsy, man. You can find yourself a really well made. Oh yeah, pack. you can look yeah, like one of the kids on Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah, it's true, man. You should also. It's Halloween time. I'm sure there's uh, there's reasonable ones coming up. A- anyway, yeah. Um, but I, I didn't mean to cut you off, Juan. But you you were saying you had all these toys, and you could find all those in Mexico. Uh, I. All the good toys I had were when I was growing up here in the States. And in Mexico, I start, I got introduced to real bootleg shit. Not like the shit that you're talking about. Like, oh, we got GoBots. No, I got the pirated Power Rangers toys and shit like that. They still say they were still called Power Rangers, but they were made by... They were called some, Thunder Troopers. No, no. They came in. They, this is before the, the whole licensing shit really came down on pirated shit like in mexico you could buy power rangers but it was like very uh very cheaply made but i remember um as a kid growing up uh um in spanish there was a an anime show called uh, uh caballeros del zodiaco which is uh the knights uh, uh the, Zo- the zodiac knights so you had like all these uh all these uh, uh super beings that had like um they were based on astrological signs and uh, the toys were kick-ass. Like they, they had armors and you put them together or you can transform their armor into the Zodiac sign. And um, the original ones were like very expensive, but then you could buy the knockoff ones for like a couple of pesos. And then you could buy the better knockoff ones that look like the original ones for slightly more, but still significantly cheaper than the original ones well they just called space knights because uh because they were knockoff is that what no (laughs) (laughs) well juan it sounds like you're close to being done well shit man it was uh, it was good reminiscing about old toys with you guys but this brings us close to the part of the show where um we're, we're getting ready to close it out but before we do we have the gauntlet juan i didn't participate i don't care i lost fuck you next yes you lost Fuck you. Jay, Jay, you are still sweeping the competition right now. The dude didn't get any oh. fucking play at all <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, 100% of the votes was for Jay's quote. How many people voted? Uh, listen, it doesn't matter about the number of votes. No, no, it matters. How many? Four. Did you vote? Uh, nope. That's what I thought. So uh, if you don't remember what Jay's quote is, it is this right here. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Yeah, Jay, that, that, your quote's on fire, man. It's uh, undefeated. Five, That's five dope, shows. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, I told you, he still has two more. He still has two more. He went out and he beat this guy right here. You want to know how I got these scars? And he also beat 
this quote right here. Well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Hmm. So he beat the dude and he beat Heath Ledger. So now Marty and Doc will go on to battle Julio. Quote, I reached out to Julio, friend of the show, Julio, who Juan apologized to and was was nice to for all of 45 seconds, if that. And um, he he left a quote here for it to go up against Jay. Now, he he had a lot of different quotes that he wanted to uh, that he wanted to that he wanted to use. Uh, but he gave me the the opportunity to uh, to choose. So I chose this one for him. I don't know who you are. Yeah. I don't know what you want. If you're looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Yeah, man. That's that scary. Fucking, uh, <laughs> that's intense. Yes, yeah, it's, it's intense. When I was cutting it to put it on the soundboard, I was like, fuck, man, this is intense. I don't know. Yeah, I'd scared. hate to get that phone call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, sir, I just want to date your daughter. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, but anyway, uh, and I'm out. I'm out. You, you, I, I have no more quotes. Juan and I are officially out of the, out of the running to even win anything in the gauntlet. Uh, so Jay is up against uh, just the guests of the show now. You have two more guests to beat before you sweep the competition with one quote. With one quote. How does that make you feel, Jay? Uh, makes me feel pretty, pretty fucking great, dude. <laughs> I mean, it, it is, it is a... Suddenly, it is a dope quote, though. You got to admit, it's it's a pretty dope quote. No, it is. It's funny because when I heard it, I go, "Fuck, man!" I I I put I put my stupid uh, quote in there, the damn dirty ape ones versus that one. I, I didn't expect to win. I I honestly I expect to get a little more traction with this uh, with the uh, the the Matrix quote, but fuck me, fuck me. That's probably because you played it at the wrong time. You should have played the Matrix quote after the fucking uh, one. You lost first, uh, so get out. You, 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 I can't take your opinion serious. You lost first. Fuck you, Sean. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, that's what. I, yeah, you fucking idiot. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, yeah. So Jay, you are you're there. You're 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 two episodes away from sweeping the competition. So once that once this is over, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna go Disneyland? I'm not gonna- a Disney foamer. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well that makes sense, um, man. So, all right, guys. So, what's the what will it be this week? Will it be uh, Julio's quote from Taken? Will it be Doc and Marty taking it again for another week? Make sure to vote in the gauntlet because that that is where it will be on Google, on Google Forms or no? What is that? What is that thing? Google? Yeah, it's Google Forms. It's on Google Forms as, as it is always. Um, <laughs> with that with that said, Juan. With that said, are are you done? Uh, we all know the answer, Sean. Yes, I'm fucking done. Okay, that's great to hear. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, you know what? What are I mean, shit, man. How do you feel about Norm Macdonald uh, passing away so early in life? And uh, what are some offbeat superheroes that you guys are really into that uh, you know you can tell us about? And lastly, what are some old school toys that you are really into that you can now buy as an adult because you have a job and, <laughs> and you have you disposable income? Want? 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're pandering to us right now. Uh, let, tell us we want to know. Juan, tell them where they can find us. Okay, guys, uh, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. And as always, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at INCYC Show. Uh, you can also email us if you want uh, your suggestions, comments, or if you just want to be a jerk and email us. Uh, you could do it at INCYC Show at gmail.com. Uh, or if you're too lazy to write, uh, please leave a voicemail at uh, the link in their show notes or at www.anchor.fm forward slash at forward slash INCYC show. Uh, don't forget we have merch. Hopefully we have a new design coming down the way with the, the new uh, faces. Uh, if not, uh, we still have that one shirt that neither Julio or Herbert would buy. Uh, so get your very own crying. I'm not crying. You're crying uh, shirt uh, on the link in the show notes and fuck you, Sean and Julio and Jay. Thanks man. Good night. <laughs> Thank you. You know, yeah. Good night. Thank you for listening. See you in the next episode, everybody. Goodbye. Good night. Guys, everybody. Fuck you.